Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Mom needs braces. My mother, who is 78, she emailed, said there's no other way to fix some issue with her gums. I said this was completely ridiculous, and we would discuss it. Also, got an email from Teresa, which was really sweet and light, among other things. She said she looks hot in jail, but that she always looks hot, and that, quote-unquote, the girls in here watch your show every night, but I'm already in bed when it's on. They always tell me when my name gets mentioned. Am I the only one that thinks that's surreal? Had two shows and saw the Georgia Tech cheerleader who happens to be in town. Cheering people up, of course. <laughs> we open up a little rando ando. Gotta start the, gotta start the, day, the week. It's Dan's with birthday. That was your birthday in 2015. I picked, I picked my birthday in 2015 for rando Andy. Should we go through our birthdays? And see who's got the best for the birthday? Yeah, mine, I liked it just that it started with the, the, the braces. Yeah, mom needs braces. Well, first and foremost, it's the bonfire. It on, is. On Faction Talk Series XM 103. I'm Dan Soder. That's Big J Okerson. We got the crew here. Christine, DJ Lou, our black king, the black tiger, a Lewis, a at home in Florida, Jacob Atat, an in-studio. In-studio. The jam master himself. Hosting tonight. His name spells jam. It's Josh Adam Myers. Yo, snippity snap, doodly do. Snap. Where's my guitar? <laughs> yeah. I made sure it was tuned, y'all. Mm-hmm. But tonight at the Village Underground, the goddamn Josh. comedy jam. I'm sorry. Big J, Dulce Sloan, Shane Gillis, Melissa Velasenor, and Todd Berry. That's going to be interesting. Via Senor. Via Senor. Are they off this week? Is SNL off this week? No, no, they were just on. Remember they had that really bad sketch? Everyone was pretty mad about that, that sketch. Tim Dillon and Michael Che fought over. I didn't overgive a shit about the sketch, ultimately. I don't, I don't know why I was taking so much stuff, but I'll tell you what, Weekend dude, Update is the a, best it's ever been. Dude, oh, yeah, Norm, Norm. Weekend Update is great. I'll tell you what, dude. Norm. That girl out of the fucking cannon killed that sketch. You see on the on the Weekend Update, the girl yeah. came out and just kept twisting Michael uh, or Joe, Joe's words. Mm-mm. Oh, oh bring yeah, up, yeah. Bring uh, up a set. That was Sarah, Sarah. Sarah Squirm, yeah. That's that's her name. No, that's her like stage name. She does like squirm? she does like super like well, like. That's absurd. not her name on the show. No, of course, because now she has to be legit. But like before, she was doing like weird shit where she'd have like nipple eyes, like basically like a Danzig movie where yeah. they'd be like crying milk, and it was and, and then she got it. And I, she I fucking Lauren, killed it. Lauren loves weird shit. I can't say what her Lauren's like what her, her trajectory or longevity is on it, but dude, do, do the nipple thing on the. Television. You didn't see it. No. Oh, you should watch this. We should play this real I quick. I still it's, think it's awesome. she just takes everything Joe says and with just, with a picture of Shane up on the screen. It's <laughs> still funny to this day. I've always said that Lauren Michaels treats Shane like a stripper that he fucked, and his wife found out, and then he still texts him. <laughs> there was like, shit. I miss you. I want to let you know. You were if so- this thing ever ends, me and you are going to run away together. We're going to work together in some capacity. I'll That's you, always what it is. I'll tell you what. I, I thought about it, and it came out online. People were saying it again. I always hate like. Ripped off. Someone goes, uh, someone sent me a thing the other day that says, Hey, I, uh, he goes, I called Joe Coy. I saw Joe Coy the night and I called him out for stealing your bit. And I was like, 
Don't do that. No, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? People did that with Trevor goes, Noah when he, he closed. Goes, he goes to toilet paper and the asshole bit. I go, ah, oh, man, that's probably not. I, go, yeah. I mean, I did it on Netflix already, so I'm like, whatever my version of like, because it's I'm out not, there. I also told a story about a girl. Particularly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like not just the concept of that, but he just goes, "Nah, dude, he took it." I totally. You're like, I'm like, "Oh, thanks for giving a shit, dude." But I'm like, you know, like you don't have to do that. Yeah, like, they, please don't. Like, please don't do that. People went after Trevor Noah when he dropped a Netflix special because he had a joke that's like, "Russian people, their language is scary." And they're like, "Way to steal Dan Soda's yeah, yeah, bit." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "That ain't so, my, that so ain't that's it." That's not so it. I don't that like the, it at all. I, I don't like the aggressive nature of calling it out. But I did think that Man Park, a sketch they did this week, was like. Uncle Daycare? It's like Uncle Daycare a lot, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, watch, I can honestly say, I don't give a shit about SNL anymore. I watch it every week. Dude, I used to. Used yeah. to DVR it, and then there was something that happened where I just stopped watching. We watch it, like the only time I watch it is when I went over to you, you and Christine's place, and then we watched that one episode. Which might have been, I mean, everything. The weekend Update wasn't good. They had like Bad Bunny on as their musical guest. Everything. I think. Look, because I don't want to take. I love Jay. So like, uh, and Pete. You know, so I mean? do they're, I. They're buddies and stuff. Yeah, this is great. This, uh, they're buddies. Um, so I don't know. Say like the show. Like, uh, you know, if like, uh, objectively, last night's episode, or when we watched it this week, we watched it last night. We were I was like, ah, that wasn't a great episode. But it's a lot of times the hosts, like the guy too, like what they can pull. Who is off. the host? The guy from Lovecraft Country, mm. who's like a good actor, but like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't like, it wasn't, at, well, and also way too much music, if I had to really make a thing. There was musical sketch, two musical fucking, like, like videos, you know, like, like, videos, yeah. like, like cutaway video, a lot, a lot of pre-record. It's, feel, uh, it's weird like, when you feel like you've aged out of SNL, but I definitely feel like that. When I watch it, I feel like they're making it for 17-year-old musical theater kids in high school. There's just not a Will Ferrell. There's not, like, they're not grooming. I think Shane would have been that. Yeah, oh, dude, the Philly shit? I the, think... The, the, he would have had a Philly character that would have been, I think like, Shane would have put that, I think, I think... Uh, could have been, yeah, for I sure. I was so excited when he got hired because it really was, you know... A person, like, oh, this guy could floor... Well, you know, funny. I didn't even he's know how much he would flourish until he started doing the stuff afterwards. I'm like, oh, Oh wow, man. yeah. He really will like do a goofy cat. Like I, I mean, his Trump is perfect. But that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not like uh, a skill I'd worry about is like, all right, we're gonna put you in this costume and with a bald head, and you're gonna be so and so. I'd be like, ah, shit, yeah. like, so out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to play floppy, the drunk <laughs> dickhead, whatever. Clown, and you're like, all right. whatever. Even if they're just like you're playing Senator Ted Cruz. I'm like, well, oh, Pete got a lot better that. at that because Pete used to do the thing where he'd be like, I don't even know why I'm he's got here. way better. Oh. And then now he's like. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do the sketch. They let him do enough of his cool guy stuff. His Lauren, song, the song he wrote was actually the words were funny. Lauren like, was like, "What if I let you fuck Kim Kardashian?" <laughs> oh my god! What if you stick it in the yeah, big really? I want you to maybe you'll stay a little bit. Floppy the drunk dickhead. His uh, next week's episode. But you the can touch Kim's butt. The concept and lyrics of his sketch uh, or his uh, song this week was funny. But the three, it's like three loser virgins or something. He said he wanted to do a song with with the writing guys being his boys. And it's just about him being super cool and these three sad virgins. Yeah. And then Taylor Swift comes out, which was kind of lame. It, whatever it was, it was too long and the show was too musical all around. But this chick, this girl, this was a breakout. <laughs> her, right so here. this is Sarah Sherman. Sarah Sherman, yeah. The other guy spit bombed pretty hard. Robot stand up. I'm not going to lie, dude. I've got some feedback. You got feedback already? <laughs> yeah. And I got a lot of questions about the show. First off, why is it live? Well, the name of the show is Saturday Night Live. Don't you think that's a little scary, Colin? I could say something right now that could ruin my life (laughs) and yours. (laughs) Please don't. I kind of want to. I'm crazy. (laughs) Don't, though. Anything could happen. I could have a nip slip right now. Sarah, you're buttoned up to your neck. You don't know where my nipples are. Okay, I feel like I know where most people's nipples are. Huh, do you? This just in, (laughs) local pervert Colin Jost claims he's seen most people's nipples. Now back to you, Colin. That's that's not what I meant. And another thing, why is this show on so late? It's not even Saturday anymore, it's Sunday. You people are being lied to. Yeah, well, the show starts on Saturday. Wow! In other news, self-proclaimed nipple expert, Colin Jost, yeah. caught man 
And just every time he says something, he's just twists out. I'm not going to make it listen. Go watch I think it. It's yeah, funny. Though. It gets better with the Jew stuff. She says yeah. something about Jews, and she's like, I just did. Yeah, he, oh, no, she goes, she goes, I goes, there's no Jewish people. And, uh, and he's like, you're Jewish. And he goes, uh, he goes, and there's also several other Jewish people on the staff. And it's like, Colin Jost counts Jews. And <laughs> <laughs> Colin just knows exactly how many Jews are at work with him. Well, whatever the sketch was, it started a fight between two of our friends. Where Tim... Are they not friends? No, they're friends. They are friends. Yeah, Tim and Che friends have or known each other. Uh, I'd probably go acquaintances more than friends. Okay. What this? What sketch? I thought it was more of a or more of an Instagram. I mean, post I think it was that he put up. Well, it was just Tim being like, "SNL isn't funny anymore. It I'm hasn't friends. been funny in a while, and it isn't funny now." And I'm then friends and with then, both of them. I'm Che friend, was like, "I'm friends with both of them in the same like acquaintance." You know, what I mean, I was like, I started comedy before, them, so it's not my. It's not, they're not my like immediate like. Yeah, uh, they're both of them are my friends. Calls, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I could call both of them, and I just think it's funny to watch. Two of my I friends like them both so much. fight publicly. Yeah, it's also funny when two of your friends that have both gotten famous fight. That you're kind of like, yeah. I know. I'm gonna watch this <laughs> yeah. from where everyone else is. Does it not weigh on you at all? Damn, I don't I give hate. a shit. I hate. You're like Myrtle. Fight. Get on my side. Yeah, Grab one. Let's get. I'm not even tight with either. Like tight with either of them. But like, I definitely like. I hate it. You I hate, hate what? I hate when like friends fight. If it was like. Tim they're Dillon both, versus like fucking. They're uh, you both. Know. They're both. They both looked kind of dumb. So it was fun to watch. What was so like Tim? Tim got like was Tim getting braggadocious? No, like Tim just it? basically said like, yeah, he did get braggadocious once it got into a thing. Yeah, because they got into it where Tim Dillon made a bunch of tweets about saying SNL isn't funny, hasn't been funny. It was funny. There were moments that it was funny back in the day. That that, that the old argument that SNL gets hit with. At least five times a season. Yeah. It's not good. It hasn't been good. It, it's dead. Che just was like, no, nah, I'm not looking for trouble. He did it in a very Che way. I also think Che is fucking much smarter than people are giving him credit for because his Netflix special comes out tomorrow. Yeah. So this was a way to fucking drum up some, you know what I mean? Sure. Some hoo-ha. Some hoo-ha yeah, is man. the best way to put that. <laughs> but Che basically was like, not Tim Dillon. He was like, Tim Dillon? Tim Dillon hates SNL now. And he was that was basically his point. Is like everybody comes from SNL for SNL. And then Che was like, I don't care, you know, I know t- he kind of shit on Tim. Because he was like, Tim fucking did. And someone was like, he makes $190,000 a month on Patreon. And he's like, I don't care if it's a zillion. I know Tim Dillon, and he ain't what you think he is. He's a sweet, humble guy who really tried at stand-up, got nowhere, which is incorrect. Why is Tim not what you think he is? I think he's just, I think Che is just trying to talk shit in a way of being like. But what does you know, people think he is that he's not? Man, people are people fucking, think people like, are indoctrined with Tim Dillon. They love him. They dude. are like, people are. Oh, I know. So fun. Now, that was fun. Meeting people now, out in the wild who are like, Tim. I, I listen to everything he says. I fucking the love pro- it. And you're like, the problem with having your, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, the problem with having your fans like be like sycophantic like that. Yeah, much, it's and not just be like humanized to you. The problem with that is exactly what like Che got to call. I, I just saw the back and forth on Instagram, and the one thing that uh, that Che said it wasn't even to Tim. It was some guy going like. He goes, fuck you, dude, blah, blah, blah. Tim Dillon is a god. And blah, blah, blah. And he goes, are you calling uh, another man a god? Yeah, that, was, fucking, that sounds that's lame. That's the dude. Rogan shit, dude. Yeah, yeah People right. are so fucking on board with whatever Rogan says because he makes dumb people feel smart. And Tim That is, is kind the, of what it is, isn't it? It is, it? Dude. I think dude. Rogan's a smart enough guy, but I mean like- Joe Rogan's very smart, but, but he, not that. he does a thing to his fans where they're like- I listened to a three episode and I can tell you everything I know about virology. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I, know. I don't even know if I'm saying that word right, and I'll admit that to you. Do you want to know why maybe the Earth is flat? Also, what's what's funny about that is Rogan did do that. He hit this specific audience sure. of he's the funniest tweet I saw was when someone but I don't said think he's, he's beholden to what people. Uh, same with, with Tim. But, I don't think it's Tim falls and goes. Tim's a god. I just go it's like, all right, dude, settle right, Tim's, down. Tim's yeah. very very funny. Yeah. Very very smart. Yeah. I think it's funny. I read a tweet. There's just one of those tweets that you're like, I wish I could credit it because I, I think it's one of the most perfect tweets ever where they said, Joe Rogan is Gwyneth Paltrow for men. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. He's goop. He's just goop. Or he's like, try this, you know? And he's like, man, you should really try this. And everyone's like, I love it. And it's a disconnect that makes people who aren't fans of him be like, you guys know you're dumb, right? Right. Like, Kind of the way that people shit on the 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 bonfire Facebook group, 
You know, because they're very like it's very sycophant. It's very like positive. It's sycophant. They just say it's just positive. It's love, man. It's big ups to all the fucking face. Pander, (laughs) pandering. That's a pander lick. (laughs) You're pandering. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's great, but I also think it's like you can be. What's so ironic about this is when Yamanika came on the show and had a problem with Doug Stanhope, and Doug came in hammered, and Yamanika and Doug got into that thing on the show, sure. and then Doug went to DePaulo's. My favorite line of the whole thing, he goes, I'm going to walk over and do Nick DePaulo's show, a real racist. <laughs> and then he walked over there. But he, no, his uh, last words, he goes, fix this, Jay. Yeah. And I go, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but then you got a text from Rogan that said, hey, I listened, and Doug is a little too insulated right now, and that's why he's not listening to the outside opinions. That was like his opinion of it. Uh And it's funny that Rogan would say that because I think he's too insulated. Now, he's got $100 million, he lives in Texas, and he was a kingmaker. He made seven of his friends millionaires. Millionaires. And then now it's like a weird thing with, you could see, one time I was doing a joke at the stand where I was making- great Tony- uh, Hinchcliffe. Oh, we said Joe Rogan. He's, he's like, like, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry Joe David Tell can't afford. David Tell just started a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, he goes, sorry, David Tell can barely afford to take any of you out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was so fucking good. <laughs> Hinchcliffe had some fucking monster David jokes. David Tell is very, very generous, Tony Hinchcliffe. He is. But <laughs> I really think that is a thing of, um, you know, like you, you get your people and they kind of build around you, which can also be said about Che. Che and Tim suffer from the same thing. Che is at SNL where it's just everyone's like, Saturday Night Live, it's so, oh my God, oh, it's so, like they they treat him like a deity. And same with Dylan. Yeah, exactly. And then they bump into it because... They, they're not still on the road. Deity's a god, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm no Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying- If they were like, hey, I got a guy wrote a book about deities and people wanting to be deities, I go, I can't have that guy on. I don't know what that means. Yeah. And honestly, I only learned that because of a word puzzle that I did three days ago. Recently. <laughs> Is it about Dee Snyder? Oh, you couldn't wait to use deity. Dude, me and you, the show works because we are the exact stupid. Yeah, I'm dumb. The exact same uh, I'm dumb, and I'm, I wear it. I wear it probably. There's a word. Someone said on the phone to me the word caustic, and I just- I nodded to on a phone. You know what I'll do? I'll do big swings at words that I think I know what they mean, and Katie will be like, "What do you think? Th- what do you think that means?" And I'll be like, "I don't know." Yeah. Bro, I've been using. What do you gre- think it means? I've been using gregarious wrong for eight years. I'm just like, that's how Greg would do. It. Yeah, <laughs> but that's also oh, yeah, that's gregarious. gregarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, my boy Greg would my, totally my, my do that. My boy Greg oh. would do that. All Hot the time. sauce on mac and cheese. That's gregarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Greg thing. Not but, to be confused with Dantastic, putting <laughs> ranch on my oh, pizza. Oh, man, that's Adamatic. But also, don't sell those of yourselves short because you guys are smart in the areas that you're interested in. Of like, course. you know about the 49ers. Well, I know they're going to. I know they might. I know, porn. They, I know they might take a beating tonight against you the guys, Rams. You guys are in a shit sitch. I don't know, dude. <laughs> you guys are... I don't know. I'm not, I'm not excited about playing the Super Rams. I don't want to talk sports which, with Josh. Fuck everybody that, that's into the Rams now. Now, suck my dick. That's everybody Josh, from LA. Josh man. is having one of those sports years right now. I don't oh, like it. We're killing it, dude. Like Every it. one of my teams, everyone. The Wizards are atop of the East. Wh- the fucking Ravens are. No, no, he's not a Ravens, Ravens fan. I'm watching a football team. Okay. I'm watching no, no. football team. He skins all day long. <laughs> and he says it with a hard R. Red skins. Red skins. Red skins. Yeah. I even heard you print. I heard you even print out old treaties between natives and whites and rip it up on game day. Dude, I scalp my next door yeah. neighbor. You go, oh my God, dude. I love it. Dude, this is like the best. I mean, this never happens. The Wizards are the best no, enjoy team it. in the NBA. I'm loving every enjoy second it. of it. And I'm friends with the old play-by-play guy that just got fired, so I get the inside scoop and I'm talking to him. It's That's fun. It's, it's just, fun. When you, especially I, when you I, only, I think I have a season or two more before McDaniel ends up in Indianapolis or Jacksonville and I have to wear one of those colors you know, twice a week. You gotta put. You gotta wear the other team. I told you that story. We're yeah, at the oh, Lions yeah, game. Yeah, he's like, you'll be there, right? right? My friend, my friend. So you know, oh, I grew yeah, up with buddy. my yeah. buddy who's a coach for the 49ers, But we grew up in Colorado. So my friend, my other friend that we went to high school with, Chad, goes to the games with me sometimes. And we were sitting at the Lions game, and he looked over at me at week one. He goes, "So when McDaniel goes to another team, you're gonna go to week one of that game too, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> If it's like the Seahawks or a team I hate, I'm gonna have a very hard time doing that. Yeah, I don't want not to jump. Yeah, we're, we're drifting away. Yeah. Not to jump back to. But Tim and Tim and Che seem to be 
Tim had a valid. Tim was just shitting on SNL, and then Che, who doesn't have Twitter, got upset about it, which makes me think he has Twitter. Yeah, maybe because he's gotten upset at all of our friends that here, have talked shit about SNL. So Giannis, the thing I want to say that about the but the smart thing that you know what I mean like everyone like worried about who's smarter and stuff like that mm-hmm. is like uh like I am so like I don't want to know like a uh, good example when I started getting shit a bit on social media about uh that we did the thing about Kyle Rittenhouse crying on mm-hmm. Skanks mm-hmm. and like. He killed. Within that, I knew about the crying video. Within that episode of Legion of Skanks, I found out that it was he killed other white people, and then people were saying they were like pedophiles or something that he killed, or some convicted pe- whatever it is. That's QAnon. Whatever it is, I don't know. People are going like, you know, you fucking stupid ass motherfuckers. Like laughing goes, you talking about him crying? Like this guy is a hero to some people. <laughs> whatever's going on, and I'm just like, I don't even know exactly what he did or what happened. I'm laughing at a guy. The way he was crying in court is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, there's a there's you something about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you say that about a guy? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy is crying because he pulled babies out of a fire. It means nothing to me. Yeah, his blubbering face where he went. <laughs> but I do envy. I do envy like in some element the Dave Smith. Tim Dillon has that. Joe Rogan. I bet Joe Rogan's got a lot of ideas and thoughts and read into Kyle Rittenhouse's story, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, but what I think the purpose I serve in my call it stupidity is that, like, oh yeah, like, I'm just going to laugh at the guy crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. That's why with someone says somebody goes, you know, you're, he goes, you're, probably woke daughter making you change your views on it. I'm like I don't even know what views you're talking but about but some people get some people listen to these people and they believe it so much because they hold them up to this standard because they said something that made their brain click Damn, over dude. to either then sound smart to somebody hold else me to no standard dude, I, 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 before you jump <laughs> I just want to say this because like I didn't realize how much Dave had it until one night we were at the stand and I think you guys were doing skanks and there was this girl at the bar was Dave there Smith he had just we taken were doing off. skanks yeah but no no yeah, yeah of course <laughs> So he wasn't on a Thursday was, showcase yeah, show. Was, Dave hasn't done stand up proper since 2014. But there was this girl there that was literally holding a binder of notes where she wanted to talk to Dave about his oh. presidential oh, run. Oh yeah, 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 she was. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, and I mean, this woman, I, I got unfortunately stuck talking to her because yeah, she I mean, was just like, "Do you know Dave?" And she was cute enough. I was like, yeah. "I don't know." Just, cute. I'll rap with her. And then she was like, she opened up the binder and it was like, "We have a four point plan to take him." I was like, so this is, this is the blessing that comes with the curse of being a wrestling fan. Because my whole life I've liked wrestling and had to defend it in a way where someone's like, it's gay, it's fake, it's stupid, you're stupid, why do you like it? And I'm like, I don't know, it's just nostalgic and I can turn my brain off and watch two, you know, gay men flip each other into tables. <laughs> yeah, you right. like watching nuts drag across the face. <laughs> Ain't no problem with that. But when you admit it. It's so freeing because then I see other wrestling fans that th- that always reminds me of Tim Dillon fans or Che fans or Rogan fans that go too hard in the paint and they're like, okay, but Kenny Omega really is going to put over Hangman Page? And, they're, and you're like, just enjoy the fucking match. If yeah. Jim, and then turn it the fuck off. If Jim Norton taught us nothing, and that's why I said I think that's completely like, you could definitely have private life and be into odd things behind closed doors if that's what you're into. But like, if you get like, exposed even like i don't think people ever see that the easiest way to like shut all that up quick is just go it's like yeah yeah, yeah. that's my thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like norton's like yeah i like trans getting pissed on and i like trans like women i was like you know yeah, you like- i like i'm into it and after a while he goes like this guy likes fucking trans women he's like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you can so make a funny one, joke, and still everyone could laugh. It's not yeah. a thing about. I remember that. one time we had an interesting conversation because he talked about how he liked beefy pussies when he does fuck. He's like, I like very beefy pussies, and I was like, Let's get into this. this is very fascinating. <laughs> that's the thing to learn in comedy across the board. Like if you say, that's why people connect to comedy, especially when you're saying things like, I know a bunch of people in this room are going to be like, oh, but some people will be like, I get it. But I think that's the weird part of where we're at right now with comedy is comedy's been so successful for the last decade that people stopped looking at us as just like, oh, these guys are going to make fun of everything and started being like, can you? Can I have the answers? Yeah. Can I please have the answers? What are the answers know. to this? And you're like, I don't fucking it's know. It's this time. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... 
by T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, Yeah, so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N. F-I-R-E for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. 
Get 55% off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's, yeah. it's worth the misinformation that we're getting from both sides of, of the news media. Well, that's so why people I, are looking at podcasting, yeah. and they're just believing it because they're getting fed bullshit from every direction. And what's Dan great, told me that he doesn't even know if Black Lives Matter. He hasn't done the research. I, know. I haven't. I know. I know that Asian lives matter. I've gotten that far in the color <laughs> spectrum. It's a long book. It's I'm getting to lat- Latinos are next. It's <laughs> and you would think black is right after Asian, but I skipped to Latinos because uh, I know Lou's pension for spicy women. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing Puerto Rican shirts. Yeah, but there is there is a, there is like people getting too involved in, the, and also when you listen to something a lot, you start to feel like this camaraderie where you're like, oh, I I will go to war for these people. Yeah, I will go I will go to war, and you're like, you gotta. It's also, like it's any problem, kind of fandom. Listen, it would be great in an actual war, but the it's a problem that exists when your infantry is stands nothing to lose in their minds. Yeah. So the problem is they sometimes go a little too hard in the pain. You're like, yeah, I, don't know. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Like, let me just like I I could talk about. Well, that ended up being the problem with Opie and Anthony. They ended up becoming being like, we'll burn down anybody, and then their fans were like, how about we burn you down? And they were like, <laughs> oh fuck, and then they just went after all of them. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. just Opie caught it, Anthony caught it, Jim caught it, everybody caught it because it was just like this thing of if you breed that kind of thing of like I'm wrong, everyone else is I'm right, everyone else is wrong, destroy everyone else. Then it's like, oh fuck, I don't want to hang out with that. We'd be hypocritical too with like like a Tim Dillon thing and Che getting into that to like like Tim can say whatever you want. I don't know. It's like in my I mind, love, I love Tim Dillon no, and no, I no, fucking no. love Michael Che and I think them fighting is so stupid and funny. It's not gonna, that I enjoyed watching. Yeah, it's it. not yeah. going to mean anything ultimately. It doesn't mean. I'm anything. just saying. Like, but what's uh, with Tim? I'm like. What, was it to protect Joe Rogan? Like the no. the thing? No, Tim j- genuinely... Protect, he doesn't need to protect, I know he doesn't need yeah, to protect Yeah, but him, uh, that's what I thought at first. I was like, is he oh, sticking is, up for his boy? I thought, is he, is he sticking up for Joe because of that sketch? But then I read it and I was like, oh, Tim actually has a good point. He's like, it's just lazy. It was just like lazy punchlines and stuff where you're like, He's not wrong. It it's was. a weekly sketch show. But that's exactly. the, that was the when opener. When they have nuance. But that was the opener. Like, their opener is Listen, like- The episode, I'm telling you, in general, was just sort of backwards. Like, they were back-ended with some funnier stuff than they were in the front. And it was- but to argue for their side, it's got to be fucking so hard to make a 90-minute show in, in five days and with someone that- And you're trying to please- a, a bulk, famous, The yeah. bulk is the middle of the country. So you know what I mean? I think they're more. I think they're way more liberal than. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I don't think they ever really try to stick it. Like old, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, no, it's very, SNL, definitely very, very liberal. Old sure. SNL used to kind of be in the middle. Like oh, the, Norm would would shit on people on Weekend Update, yeah. and then he'd shit on Hillary Clinton. Yeah, he had I think, a great Hillary Clinton bit that someone posted on Twitter after he died that I would love to find. Um, they're steering clear of really ripping in the Biden because. He's old. And I think just like no, I just think they're like the crypt keeper that runs our country. They're probably just so happy. <laughs> they're so happy Come it's not on, Trump. Man. Yeah, actually, or maybe they're bummed that it's not Trump, so they can fucking have those jokes every week. But uh, that was getting tiresome for sure with the over Trump. Well, the new the new guy that does that's what's crazy. And what I said to Shane, so it's like the new guy that does Trump. Everyone's like, this guy's Trump's so good. And I listened to two seconds of him, like doesn't even kind of compare to Shane. Who's doing it? Well, Shane. Uh, I don't know. Or He's like a talented a... dude, but I'm saying like Shane has it down in a way that like when someone has a perfect, it's like Bob DeBono doing Rich Voss. Sure. I just like love to hear it. Yeah. I'm like, can you just do it for me? I just you do love his it. voice. Yeah, because you do it perfectly. And Shane. Does, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is nine minutes of him shitting on Hillary Clinton, but <laughs> but Norm would go after everybody, and I just feel kind of like the recent SNL is like, well, we want we'll just make fun of the Republicans. It's like there's so many people to make fun of in the Democratic Party. Is Joe Rogan like a Republican figure? Uh, kind of. I think he's moving towards that. Yeah, it's 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 just like he's <laughs> being defended a lot by Fox News because of like he's when he took the ivermectin or whatever the fuck that shit was. Yeah. Like all the liberals are against well, that. Well, now and so... everyone's freaking out. They're going, "It's not horse medicine. Stop saying it." It's not though. I know that is true. But then it's funny to freak out about that. But to me, it's like that's where I'm saying. Where's the people who live in the world like? They go, no, dude, it's not actually horse medicine. Like, it can be used if certainly it for It can be horse. used as a dirt. But it's a people medicine. You go, okay. And then when someone goes, 
like yay as a horse medicine and you go sure <laughs> like who, i don't know why people get so that's what i'm saying like the the ire that it builds up on that like what do you st- like are you judge are you democratic or republican i'm kind of I'm, i lean democratic but i'm kind of middle of the road because both sides have turned me off so much it's it, both sides are so gay what are you black okay. Fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, okay. can that be our political party? Just fuck everybody? But I don't even have <laughs> everybody. I don't a even bunch have of fuck dorks. Every, I mean, <laughs> fuck everybody in the most dismissive of ways. I'm not even like, they're trying to hurt me. I'm like, I don't, politics does I, nothing in my world, really. Anytime yeah. I see somebody with a political sticker on their car, I'm like, man, imagine caring that much to that ruin. you put it on your bumper and you're like, Hmm. Well, dude, you know we check got the, out this fucking fly yeah. ass. <laughs> we know we <laughs> got the stuff. Salica. Did you get now some of the shit Biden about the Harris. people complaining about uh, the first? Which we have to finish of the uh, insurrection documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Those people were like, "Fucking crybaby, you fucking don't even know." And you're saying that yeah. I thought you're Shut not politi- up, you I, thought, I thought you're not political. I go. I don't even know what they busted into this thing for still. I watched the documentary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, making, really fun of... I'm making fun of a guy walking around clueless in the thing and not knowing what to do. <laughs> I would have made fun of the same thing if it was... Is that a... Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah, I would have made fun of the same exact thing if it was 49er fans rioting at a tailgate. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, look at these fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. Look at these idiots. Here's the thing that no one... Everybody has their own like sacred cows now. Everyone's like... Like people... A lot of people... Joe Rogan is their sacred cow they're like bro he fucking conquers his inner bitch and he fucking takes alpha brain what's that do you think he wants that i don't know that's a good question i'd like to ask him that because i'd love to ask him i go do you want this like sycophantic behavior are you kind of like i would like to ask him that i bet you (laughs) i bet you joe likes it yeah Uh, trust me he does he's got an ego i see you know like he's like tim would like it for a different reason maybe though but I, I feel Tim, like Tim, Tim would, would find be the, the, guy laugh- he... the laughable irony in it. I mean, I've had I've had very real conversations with Tim Dillon recently, and there's a part of me that knows that Tim is kind of like, well, this is it's a little much, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. Tim's that guy. Tim's sure. the guy to be like, it's fun up to a point, and then now it's a little. <laughs> like I bet they talked. I bet Tim and Jay talked since. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would put money on the fact that they texted or someone was like... I thought there was a chance Che-Han- there was a flare-up that was like almost like calculated to some degree. But I wouldn't you, be surprised knows, if Che was like, hey, that, thanks for giving me a little push for my Netflix I'm special. I'm going to say from the beginning, like, let's stir it up a little bit because I got a special coming out. But that's what it all is. That's what politics is. That's what it all is. It's they get a rise. Motherfuckers watch no, wrestling. wrestling doesn't leak into outside <laughs> violence. <laughs> you think SummerSlam made it way into the into No, the but world? the way that they... No, no, I know what you're saying. You're saying the way, their belief in it is like that, but I I don't like, they, like ECW I, I think, used to get I fucking think, real when people would get like yes, but but I'm saying what you're saying and and, and an adult wrestling fan, what you're into there, you are not a, attacking with the same passion. No, that they're no. They're, I'm saying I, I'm saying I'm a moderate fan. That I'm like I like it, but if someone wants to make fun of it, if you were to come it. over and be like, hey, I'm gonna come over and watch SummerSlam and make fun of it with you. In fact, that was what we were gonna do on WrestleMania yeah. during the pandemic. I'm like, I'll come over and make fun of it. We can. Katie loves watching wrestling with me because I'm the first one to be like, "Oh, that was fucking stupid." Yeah, and she's like, "That's so gay," and I'm like, "I know it's real gay." <laughs> but then also, when something's cool, she'll be like, "Oh, that was a cool move that guy did." I'm like, "Right," because oh, yeah. I, I watched that pay per view. I watched AEW's Full Gear on Saturday, and we were like, we were, we went away, and I was like, "There's a wrestling pay per view," and she's like, "Watch it. I'll go read a book. It's fine." And I watched it, and she walked in the room a couple times. We would make fun of it. Or be like, oh, fuck. We watched the Eddie Kingston CM Punk match. And it was Finally. fucking great. It was a great match. Yeah. Don't you say anything bad about it. I did. Or I'll fucking DM I'm, you. I thought those worlds were never going to collapse. <laughs> but it is a thing where the second... My dad used to make... I think what prepared me for it was I used to love wrestling, uh, renting wrestling tapes. And I loved Hulk Hogan when I was a little kid. And my dad would get hammered and just stir his rum and coke and watch wrestling with me and shit on every match. He goes, you know Hogan fucks his best friend's wife. And he didn't know that yet, but if he knew that, he would have definitely dropped it. Whenever Hogan would Hulk he's out. he's got a cock like a thermos. Whenever Hogan would Hulk out like that, my dad would break into a hysterical laughter. Whenever Hulk Hogan would be like, when he'd go, I wish I could have done that against your mom in court. <laughs> you like, like, just have things where I'd be like, that's really funny. <laughs> you know? yeah. But my dad, it's like, you need that kind of thing. Like, I love the 49ers, but I'm also not one of those guys that's like, stop it! Don't say they suck! You can be like, well, they're not having a good season. And you're like, yeah, it's fucking rough. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Liking anything too much is fucking dangerous. 
Because then you just end up showing your ass. I don't think you get liking it too much. It's to the like, point where you get sick of fan. You become so, a sick so, fan. It's something it. where it's like it, it infects like other parts of your life. But it's there's like, but when you're talking about what Rogan's talking about and what Tim Dillon is talking about, which is stuff that's going on in the world, which it's already this very muddy area because, like I said, everybody's getting misinformation. They all feel like they're being lied to. They trust these two people because they laugh and they hear. And like we said, mm-hmm. Rogan makes people feel smart. So then they're going to fucking like, they'll be the first people that but if you, he's like, do this, they'll be like, fuck yeah. But you know how he, I, I almost look at it, I see exactly what you're saying. I don't think Rogan mobilizes. Them. No, I don't no, think he does but, either. But no, I think he would be a lot more powerful. I think Joe Rogan could reach a lot more people if he was kind of like, remember what John Stewart always used to he's do? He's reaching what? plenty of people. John Stewart would always be like, I'm a fucking comic. Why are you listening to me? Stop it. I'm not important. But Rogan doesn't do that. He's I know. Of, I, that's I think what I'm saying. saying. I think John Stewart started Tim, to smell his own shit a bit. But Tim, At the end, he did, definitely, for sure. Tim is so big, though, in his world. Like he said, all these people that love him is like, he's, when you listen to Tim Dillon's podcast, you can, like, as a comic, I could be like, everything he's saying is completely ridiculous. Like, he's his jokes are so, like- We used to like, have car rides where he would say the shit that he says on podcasts, and I'd be like, you don't believe that. He'd be like- well, that's funny. Exactly. He's very smart. Very so he smart can do these jokes yeah. that you're like, oh, this is a speech. Saying, same thing with Dave. Like He has yeah. the information to base a joke off of. Listen, when you're- Whether it's opinion or not, I, I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. I just take it in as a joke anyway. When you're kind of smart in comedy, the one-eyed king is, you know, the one-eyed man is king in the land of the blind. Nice. Yeah, nice just nice fucking- Minority was Report gonna... reference, Thank dude. You. Fuck yeah, dude. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I got you, bro. Yeah, that's a little but, oracle yeah. in the pool talk. Yeah, dude. But it is, it is one of those things where, man, I don't, to take it that seriously where you would DM Che and be like, Tim Dillon is a god. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird I thing for like, another guy to say. I hope, I hope this guy, that guy, whoever wrote that, I would like to meet him just to be like, What's going on, dude? Do you need to talk? Yeah, it's like, dude, that <laughs> should be hug? your god. That should be your that should yeah. be your favorite comedian. That should be your guy that you're like, I love listen, I still get nervous around Louie because he's one of my favorite comedians. But yeah. I don't think he's a god. And plus, you don't want him to jerk off on you. I would love to. Oh. Would you I'd let catch him? It. Would you let him? I'd catch real? it out of the air. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd one time it. <laughs> like a, one time. I'd one time it, and then I'd LeBron it in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> the do like a Braveheart thing. Like, yeah. yeah. I go, <sighs> I go, give me your essence. <laughs> now I'm stronger. I don't know if it'll ever go out, but uh, Beezer, Brian Six, yeah. at the war- he did the worst for Ooh. the festival. Okay. And one of my favorite stories of all, it was so Philly, and he told it to me, so he was like comfortable like doing it and he was just himself yeah. and it just read so good with the audience you know sometimes you worry like Beezer's one of the funniest human beings walking this planet dude, just the terms he, the story is about doing he's like I used to sell a bunch of blow and then I goes and I he's like, he made his nut like way early in the weekend so he was like no I could sell all this and make profit but I was like no nah, I'm gonna do it all <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and at one point when he did it that he fucking he went to go try out he goes in his mind he was watching the commercials of like the sick kids who get to play with the professional athletes in town. And he goes, and they've already done the Eagles and the Sixers and stuff and, and the Phillies. He's like, oh, I'm going to go do it for the Flyers. Himself, so idea. So he drove down there, borrowed a stick that was too small uh, and, a, and a ball, and he went down to the parking lot of the Wells Fargo Center and he goes and started just firing. He goes, he goes, dude, I'm gonna go fire some fucking wristers out there. He called them wristers. <laughs> so and funny. he goes, first one he fired, he goes, goes right into the street, right through the fence. There's like a foot between everything yeah. and the fence. He goes, gone, ball gone right away. So then I thought I'd start firing off rocks. And then he's like, hey, how's no one watching me yet? And uh, he, said he, <laughs> he said he went up to the door. And so I kind of knock it and looking inside. He goes, by the way, it's July. He goes, it's not even hockey season. He's like, I'm looking in there. He goes, no one's like come. And then a cop car comes in the thing. But it kind of came and went. So he was like, but he panicked because he was on coke. So he started to leave. And the only way that he could drive out was to go over the treads yeah. the wrong way. And he said he thought that if he would go fast, he was all oh coke. He was like, fast, he goes back and like leap over him. He goes, immediately pops the tires, ends the car. He said he runs full speed to his cousin's house not too far away. And he's like, yo, we got to go back because my, my stuff's in there or whatever. And uh, they go back to it, and it was on fire. <laughs> the car was on, completely on fire. Jeez. He goes, then we just went home and reported stolen. <laughs> Dude, he's he's one of the, I mean, like, you meet him and Kyla, and you're like, 
Oh, they're real. You, you guys are so always, real. Always sunny in Philadelphia is if they were real people. Philly power couple. Yeah. Philly. The power number one Philly couple. power couple. Yeah. So they're so themselves. I love it. It was such a funny fucking story. Yeah, man. I would. Oh, I, I want him to do that again so I could watch it. <laughs> he should tell that on stage just as a joke. I, mean, I think it's bit, funny dude. enough. It's. It's absolutely yeah. funny enough, dude. but it's again. It's always the Philly. He's like because he said all the te- like the inside references. I guess if you know hockey, you know. But he's like, I was looking inside. Like I don't know what the fuck I was going to see Ron Hextall or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Hextall. Is that Eric Lindros? Yeah, he yeah, started just to throw out Ron Hextall. This crowd definitely has no idea who Ron Hextall is, but to me, and just saying firing wristers, never so changing the idea of what that is, and like if you don't know, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm looking for Mike Ricci, that, and I fucking yeah. can't see nobody. That, nobody. that term saying firing wristers, yeah, calling the stick like whatever the brand was. I love it. He's like, I got a too small fucking Malvec or whatever the fuck. You know. <laughs> it's, like, it's a fucking shitty product, asshole. <laughs> yeah, dude, I he's fuck. A- he's the fucking man. I I love man. That was so fun. Skankfest. That was some of the most fun was just seeing everybody you don't ever get to see. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was outside every night holding court just shitting on an overly high or drunk person. It was it was such bullying but it was so wonderful. Yeah. Because the guy would have no idea. And then you realize his sensei is Shane. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this is where oh, you've learned right. your style. That's right. Ah, I see you have uh, mastered the style. You have the young bull style. Anyway, Che and, and Tim will be fine. And They'll that, be fine. And, and that's been our What Fresh segment, everybody. <laughs> it is What's Fresh, brought to you by Wendy's. It's better breakfast o'clock at Wendy's. Get a hot and buttery Wendy's breakfast biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg and cheese for just $1. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's that did count Uh, also I was just thinking of uh, when I do like what would get me upset if I'm a fan and you attacked it Mm -hmm. like what would get you mad if someone was like fuck it's not these sixers wait what do you mean if someone came after something hard that you liked what's the thing that I like enough defensive like the way people get called Tim Dillon a god or they get upset about Rogan like what would be the thing where you'd be like shut up I think Queens of the Stone Age Josh Holly, I'd be dude, like, hold on a second, he's a fucking dude. No one, I'd get gay about owns that. Owns more Queens of the Stone crazy. Age. When shirts. I moved, I was like, if they found if they found Josh Homme's body, they could put me as a suspect. <laughs> you are, a, you're they a could sycophant, put me as a, dude. They could put. I'm not a sycophant. I'm not a sycophant. But I'm close. <laughs> you're on the fucking line. But I'm towing the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm pulling the fucking line. <laughs> You're like, I live my life in drop D tuning. Just, yeah. like, just like Nick <laughs> Oliveri. Oh, man. I love nothing more than a deep Caius bass. <laughs> oh, God. I don't. I've had, I've had so many years of callous of some of the things I like that people can laugh at that I like that, like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing. nothing? I, there's nothing I hold that sick of. Oh, I said, everyone's always like, corn and corn. It's like, it, they're funny. They put my fanship of corn far heavier than it is. It's like, I'm. A big fan of corn for sure, but I also like got to know. I worked with them, is why they're yeah. so like in my life. Sure, sure. Um, Marilyn Manson was probably my number one, or was always my number one before corn for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, not to say I don't love one more than the other, but like, see, but and Ma- and Manson even people are like, yeah, he fucking sucks. Like, sure, okay. I don't know. It just does nothing. Nothing I hold that near and dear like matters to me. If someone's like, ah, the Sixers suck, I'd be like, no, they don't. But like, if they were like, "Well, fuck the Sixers," I'm sure. I don't mm. know. It's like I've really, uh, I gotta pick my th- like the uh, like. Not that I'm a fan of. Should we know, just like find my daughter? Should we just like, find, yeah. like my daughter or something? Where it's like you know, like, those are the obvious. Those like fucking you know, uh, Katie or something. You know what I mean? But like, I don't. Well, that's I'm family. Not, yeah, you know, right. So I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying fanship wise, like. I don't give a fuck about it, which I think is liberating we, to some degree. Yeah, hell yeah. There's nothing that you would storm the Capitol for. I can't. I can't understand someone's uh, like drive to wake up that day and do it. Even well, I was also mm-hmm. listening to. I was like, if I go at three p.m. and watch him smash in from like the distance, I'd go watch that. Yeah, absolutely. To to get high and drink coffee and watch them storm <laughs> the Capitol, like, I'd be like, oh, oh, fuck, they're in. But I'm definitely if they were like, <gasps> hey, oh, 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 they're fucking inside How the windows. How close would you get though? Would you get? Would you? Would you? If you were going with the flow of traffic, would you have suddenly walked into the Capitol? I wouldn't have walked into no. the Capitol because I, I, I ain't either. catching a fucking felony. Yeah, but I would have. <laughs> I would have probably walked up to the steps and been like, to, just to a guy and been like, what's going on? And he's like, man, they're fucking stealing the election. I'm like, I ain't talking to him. And I just walked to another guy and be like, hey, what's going on? He'd be like, 
I work over at Staples. Uh, they're running up the stairs. I'm yeah, like, he goes, oh, he goes, oh, he goes, okay. he goes, isn't this fucking nuts? I'm like, yeah, dude, these people are wacky. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but just to be like, fuck it, hey! Because you know what's funny? You, you say that, like fandom. I uh, I took one of my friends to Queens of the Stone Age was playing Barclay Center. Nice. Uh, in like 2014, and I took a friend, and I was like, you don't know them. Come see them live. Enjoy this. You'll I enjoy. I love them. You'll love them. You'll enjoy it. So we go. My friend loves the show. We go to the subway. We're, we're taking the train back to Queens, and this, this drunk girl's like, Queens of the Stone Age to my friend or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, it was a f- good show." And she's like, "Do you love him?" He's like, oh, "I I don't know him." And she's like, "How do you not know him?" And it was that kind of shit where you're like, "Lady, shut up." She was a drunk white chick. I made the sale. Yeah, I had him. Yeah. Now yeah. you're ruining. <laughs> now you're ruining. Shut the fuck up. I had him on board. <laughs> like the next day, he was gonna go out and buy like a Queens of the Stone Age flag and yeah. just start like <laughs> storm like, no. the Capitol. I'm like, how did that result? <laughs> You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.